0: nerd is a new bully i'm your host leroy with my co-hosts
1: this is eli aka e love
0: <laughs> it took him a while to think of something <laughs> <laughs> well damn it if you're gonna say that, I'm, I'm i'm tasty leroy fuck that okay
1: <laughs>
0: and yeah well, if we... you taste
1: I'm, I'm i'm no no i'm sweet dick eli <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah we don't know what type of podcast this is tonight but yeah <laughs> But, yeah, glad everybody's back listening to us. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. Some crazy stuff happened. Uh, Eli, you heard it. Remember we talked about it last year sometime about Toys R Us in trouble?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah well, the trouble has happened. So, yeah, we are trendsetters on that. But here's the weird thing about it. The same week that uh, Toys R Us went for liquidation, their owner died. I mean, their founder of true. Toys R Us died. Yeah, his name was uh, Charles Lazarus. So if you look at his name, Lazarus, Toys R Us, you no. Know. <laughs> I, I hate to laugh well, at this. Well, may,
1: may, well maybe they'll come back. Maybe
0: they're not <laughs> so people were saying it. His name is Lazarus. <laughs> he could rise with Toys R Us. Like, yeah, it's a little too on the nose with that one. So uh, like I said, he was 94 when he passed. Uh, you know, condolences to his family. But, yeah, him and Toys was going at the same time. You know what they say, stuff like that. Like, you can die of a broken heart and stuff like that. You know, maybe he was just, I don't know. It was just too much for him at one time. He was an older gentleman. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, moving That's past that. I, yeah, yeah. Moving past that. I hate to bring the show down. But, Eli, didn't something happen to you this weekend? Not bad, but good. Something Something happened to me? Yeah, didn't something happen to you? I saw you posting. You uh, were like at some crazy event this weekend on Facebook.
1: This weekend? Oh, well, I went to a show the other night on Thursday. I guess it wasn't the weekend, but
0: almost. Oh, I don't know. I thought you were like drunk and shit this weekend. I don't know. <laughs> you like you have oh. the time of your life, whatever happened, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I went, went to a band of old an old school hardcore band called Sick of It All from New York. They came through and played... The little tiny room at the First Avenue called the Seventh Street Entry. It's like a, it's like a kitchen. It's like a big kitchen.
0: <laughs> oh, cool. That's the 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 club from Purple Rain, right?
1: Yep, seven, cool. uh, First First Avenue. Yeah, they're, they're, it's like a it's like um, they call it the Seventh Street Entry because First Ave is on First Ave, First Avenue is on First Avenue and Seventh Street, and then the Seventh the, the Street Entry is like a mini bar, mini club on the side to the side of the club the bigger club and um it's sh- it holds like smaller shows like i think 300 the cap for uh you know getting people in oh. and the place sold out so it was uh yeah it's one, one of my old one of my favorite bands they came out for the show and the place was sold out it was like just packed with people and yeah had a good time had a uh I don't go to the many of those shows like I used to, and it was it was good to I saw a bunch of people I hadn't seen in like a decade and shit, and so it was a good time.
0: Cool, cool. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was like a big event was going on there, but oh well. Sounds sounds pretty awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, that being said, we can move right on to the actual box office numbers on there because, like I said, we got a lot of stuff to ju- digest and break down on the box office numbers because we'll talk about it anyway. Eli, guess what was number one this weekend?
1: I heard some shit. Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. Pacific so, Rim. Pacific Rim <laughs> was number one. The uh, the finally took the king king off the throne. Like I said, we said Wakanda forever, but it was really Wakanda for five weeks. But hey, still pretty good. So uh, like I said, and plus. It was taken down by another lead black actor. So we're okay with that. (laughs) That being said, like I said, Pacific Ram Uprise was number one. Number two was still Black Panther hanging in there. So at least it was still number two hanging in there. Number three, we have I Can Only Imagine. I still don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, Number four is Sherlock Gnomes. Whatever the hell that is. Here's the thing that shocked me. Uh Tomb Raider is already at number five in the second week. So so I, that, I, I, I smell a flop i smell a flop yeah that is a box office bomb dead on arrival with tomb raider uh number six we have a wrinkle in time i, I almost forgot that movie existed <laughs> damn <laughs> uh we also have oh shit love simon but some reason why did i read love Simon? oh shit <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway. Uh, we also have number 8 Paul Apostle of Christ. I mean I know who Paul Apostle of Christ is. I just never knew they made a movie of it. That's all. But still hanging in there. Uh, Number is 9 Is it like a
1: superhero in it? Does he, he
0: become a superhero. It has Jesus. Of course it has a superhero in it. <laughs>
1: the X-Men. Biblical style, exactly.
0: Well, you know they're rebooting everything nowadays. Like King Arthur was like a, a cyborg or some shit in his movie. So you know,
1: now that's a movie Zach Snyder should do a fucking Jesus reboot. I,
0: I can see that. I, well he did. He did Man of Steel. That basically was a Jesus reboot.
1: Yeah, but like actual Jesus, like you know, like hippie bearded Jesus, in a, you know, you in know, in, in his robe, like kicking ass, you know.
0: I'd rather see Moses. You know when he parts the red That's sea it, and it would be man. all in slow motion shit, you know and yeah, and so yeah man. And, even though they've already it's done read uh, Exodus, guys and kings and yeah whatever. Uh, that being said, number nine we have Game Night. Yep, and number ten Midnight Sun. Don't know, ha- have any idea what that is? Pretty sure. Now here's the thing, Eli. Have you ever heard number eleven is this movie called Insane? Have you heard of it?
1: Yeah, Soderbergh, Steven Soderbergh's new movie.
0: Now is it uh, shot that, it
1: on a high? Yeah, he supposedly shot it all on an iPhone or something.
0: That's what I heard. I heard he shot a whole thing on an iPhone, so people are getting a lot of buzz for that. I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty cool, you know. So I guess, I guess, yeah. Every hey, everybody needs a gimmick. So that being yeah. that being said, let's break down these Black Panther numbers because Black Panther, even though it is done. Uh, it was second this week in box office and not number one this weekend. That doesn't mean it didn't have a really good weekend. It still had a very, very good weekend because this weekend, uh, it beat Avengers. When it beat Avengers, that means that it is the number one highest grossing superhero movie of all time. Of all time. In the U.S., in the U.S., of course. Now, here's the thing. As far as worldwide, though, that is a completely different story. It is not the highest grossing superhero movie of all time worldwide it is actually number three you have avengers you have age of ultron however it did knock off iron man 3 which makes wow. it the highest grossing solo superhero movie of all time so that's
1: funny that iron man 3 is I, like
0: and that. No, nobody really thought that and it was funny because you saw posts and links of it like black panther beats iron man 3 and everybody like so <laughs> like, <laughs> Like people don't realize that uh, how 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 much money Iron Man three did at the time when Iron Man three hit that that movie was insane about the m- numbers it did. Uh, it was actually I think like number six of all time when it came out. Then of course it got pushed down by Frozen and the Fast and Furious movies and the Transformers and stuff like that. But yeah, it was like number six of all time when it first hit. So yeah, Iron Man three was a runaway train because it was the first movie out the gate after Revengers, which was insane. Now, do I think uh, Black Panther is going to beat uh, or or catch Avengers or Age of Ultron? I don't. I think it's gonna start slowing down because right now uh, Black Panther is at like 1.2 billion, and Avengers is at 1.5 billion. So that's another 300 million you have to make up before you know uh, Avengers Infinity War coming out, and I don't I don't see that happen. I don't see before that it
1: happen. comes out on DVD next month. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, and while it's still in the theaters at the same time. That's how they're doing these movies nowadays. They're not wasting any time anymore, you know. Yeah. And so, but yeah, that that's what I'm thinking. Now, Eli, I, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna renege on something I said, and I never do that. You've never heard me do that on the show before, but I'm gonna do it this time. Now, oh. I said that Infinity War would not beat Black Panther. I'm gonna adjust that. I'm gonna say if Infinity War will beat Black Panther worldwide
1: oh yeah
0: worldwide i'm gonna I, say it's gonna be worldwide is i don't think it's gonna beat it domestically though i don't think it's gonna do 600 million domestically like i said 600 million domestically for for any movie is insane uh black panther right now is is the fifth highest grossing movie in the u.s of all time so that's pretty insane also but the thing that gets me is that these these foreign numbers it's not doing overseas as good as i as, as i would expect it to be or as anybody expect to be and everybody's kind of just ignoring that number you know everybody's going crazy over the domestic numbers but when are we ever going crazy of domestic numbers we ever go crazy over the worldwide numbers overall and look at that yes 1.2 billion is a huge success but you thinking if you did over half a billion in the u.s alone you probably should be like 1.4 1.5 billion if the the international numbers would have done its job because if you look at the top 20 movies of all time worldwide, Black Panther's like number 12 right now, right? It is far below international-wise than it should be. It's the domestic numbers that are carrying it right now where the foreign numbers are kind of, eh, it's okay. Now, yes, it did, in Africa, it is the highest gross movie of all time in East, West, and Southern Africa. North Africa, they're a whole nother, we don't claim them. Hell, they don't claim us, but whatever.
1: Oh, they claim They claim themselves, man. They're right. always like, all trying to kill each other over there. Yeah, wow. that,
0: you know, they're Moroccan and Egyptian. They, You know, they don't, they think, whatever. But anyway, everywhere else is the highest grossing movie of all time in Africa. But that doesn't really mean anything because I guess Africans really haven't gotten a movie like that. Because as of right now, China is still the second highest, you know, uh gross outside of the United States. So, say what you want to about China, they don't really like the movie either, but it still did high numbers over there. So, that's why I'm thinking Infinity War is going to do crazy numbers over there because uh they're going to crazy numbers over there because like I said it's more than just Black Panther. They got more other people they want to look at. That being said, we can segue into something else other than Black Panther, and now we can talk about Chris Evans.
1: Okay.
0: We can talk about Chris Evans because Chris Evans has uh, gone on record in saying that he wants to get off the train before they push him off the train. That's that was the quote he gave when he he shot his last reshoots. Or actually, went, because he's about to shoot his last reshoots for Infinity War, I guess like in summertime or fall, or whatever, like that. But everybody just took that quote and just ran with it. Oh, he confirmed that Captain America is gonna die in Avengers Four when he never said anything like that. He didn't even say he didn't even resign to the contract. We don't know what it is. We just got fake news. Just taking shit and running with it, just like that bullshit about a uh, Silver Surfer is gonna be in Infinity War. Yeah, people just take shit and just run with it. They did no research. Or anything, you know. So,
1: yeah. As a star, as a Star Wars fan, like, don't fuck up the movie with your stupid theories.
0: They, they, exactly. <laughs> that's what they fucked up. Oh, oh Ray is a Snoke. Oh, uh, she's a Kenobi. <laughs> and then you watch the movie, and you see none of this shit. You know. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can't. We can't have any more stuff like that. And that's what's gonna happen. People are gonna put their own expectations in the way of the movie. It happens a lot of times with these movies nowadays.
1: Like Captain America should have died, just like in the Brewbreaker Run. Fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: they're,
1: gonna this. they're gonna get they mad. Ruined, if they he ruined is. Marvel. Marvel ruined my childhood. And all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Everybody keeps talking. Everybody keep making these bits about who's gonna die, and they're taking these pool. They, they're taking a dead pool on who's gonna die. You know, in, in Infinity War. You know what I think? What if Bucky dies? <laughs> that would just fuck everybody's head. I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> Like nobody would see that shit coming. It would make sense though, you know. I mean, he he killed JFK. I mean, or Hawkeye.
1: Hawkeye finally dies.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Hawkeye's done. He, he Somebody's gonna eventually kill Hawkeye. He he's like his last leg right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, they keep making these fake reports about oh, they just know he's gonna die. No, nobody knows anything yet. No, I have a feeling that Captain America might die. Maybe he won't die. Maybe he just say fuck it, I'm done. You know. But yeah. here's another reason I want to talk about that, Eli. Because even though whether or not Chris Evans is leaving or Chris Evans is staying, I do want to say this: I think Marvel has killed Captain America in the movie. Like he's he, already dead. Like he's already dead. The
1: movie. Like he's oh, they already were,
0: they dead. did make him a Nazi, they, <laughs> <laughs> right? Not, about in the movie. <laughs> in the movies, not in the bullshit the comic was doing in the movies. I think Marvel has already killed Captain America. I don't think no matter what happens. We're not going to see Captain America again, not the way that we're used to see Captain America. And I think it's a very good reason for that. And matter of fact, I think Black Panther is one of the reasons for that. Okay, okay. follow me. Follow me for this for a second. Okay. Now, like I said, we already know that Captain America has put down the shield. Captain America has called himself Nomad. Uh, I think there is another reason for that, other than just oh, it's in the comics or oh, it's canonical. I think there's another reason for that because these Marvel movies are worldwide. And having a character called Captain America for some countries is problematic. So when you mm-hmm. get rid of the Captain America symbol or the Captain America character, you don't have to worry about that issue with, oh, well, okay, well, this movie is for us. I can play this movie in Germany or play this movie and such. Because such. here's the thing I actually looked up. They don't call Captain America movies Captain America overseas in some countries. You know, they'll call it like Civil War was called First Avengers Civil War. You know, shit like that. You know, they don't call it Captain America. They don't want to be associated with America. Even in Age of Ultron, that's the reason Chris Evans didn't wear the helmet in in the last scene. They, oh, they no had, shit. Yeah, they had some throwaway. It was like one of the throwaway deleted scenes, something like that, where like uh, there was Sokovia. And, you know, Sokovia hates America, you know, because they don't like the Avengers and just showed up and do whatever they want to. So they had a scene of Captain America looking at the A on his on his helmet. And he just looked like, not this time. And just put the helmet down and, you know, just walked off and just did whatever he wanted to. So my whole thing is that I'm thinking marvel since these movies are global these movies are worldwide they are going to try to diss themselves from captain america and just not have him again not saying they're going to kill chris evans or anything like that but if he does come back they're going to do something where we're not going to see him in traditional captain America garb again that way they can sidestep this because it may be problematic because everybody loves when a soldier right everybody says it's their favorite movie in the, in the mcu not mine but you know it's everybody else's okay that's probably one of their lowest grossing movies worldwide when you think about it and one yeah. of those reasons may be because it was so america centric and you know the movie was all about captain america and about the american flags like that and maybe a lot of you know um worldwide audience couldn't relate to it now with with civil war it's a little bit different because you had so many other characters in there but like i said in other countries they made sure not to even name the movie captain america you know to get away from it, that stigma. that so, and I'm thinking that's the problem Black Panthers having also because, like I said, Black Panther is kind of marketing to a certain audience. It's not going to resonate world with worldwide audience, which is why it's not doing the foreign numbers it should. And I think Infinity War is not going to have that issue because when you watch this movie, you're not going to see Captain America. We're going to see Captain America, you know, because that's what we know. But for the rest of the audience, they don't have to associate themselves with America when they see uh, Steve Rogers or Chris Evans or whatever. So. Like I said, that's a bullet that Marvel dies with that, and I think that's why uh, Marvel has killed the Captain America character. I don't think we're ever going to see Captain America on screen again, the way we we know him. That's mm-hmm. just my opinion. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Hey, I haven't been wrong yet, but <laughs> this may be my first time. Uh, that being said, what else we got on the agenda, Eli? Uh, we always talk about Marvel. We always praise Marvel and lick Marvel's balls like that. Can we shit on DC for a second? Uh, sure. Okay. Well, actually, let's not shit on DC. We actually got some good shit with DC for a second. Uh, DC, apparently, with Justice League, actually is the top in Blu-ray sales right now. So, good for them. Take
1: that shit,
0: haters. Exactly. People say, oh, this is the worst book movie ever, you know. And they probably all went and bought it. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen this movie eight times, and it still sucks. Like, really? <laughs> I tried watching it
1: again. And I don't like it. Still, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I fell asleep through it five times while watching it. Like, what? Who does this shit? If the movie sucks, just stop watching it.
1: <laughs> hey, I bought BVS. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, everybody want to say BVS is bad. Just leave bad. Knows when i like Catwoman was bad. You know, Fan Stick was bad. Those were bad movies.
1: Yeah. I didn't. I didn't buy those. No,
0: <laughs> I didn't buy those. Did I buy those? I didn't buy those. <laughs> I had to I think for a think second. Seen,
1: I don't even think I've seen Catwoman. Catwoman
0: was on Netflix.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I, I,
0: yeah, I went I'm back and a... watched it because I was like, okay, everybody keeps saying it's the worst movie of all time. Let me just go back and just watch this movie to see if it's really as bad as everybody say. Yes, Eli. It was just as bad as everybody says it is. <laughs> yeah. It, it's bad. Uh, Like Howard the Duck. That's bad. You know, a movie with bestiality in it. That's bad. You know. But like I said, BVS just I'm, I'm, leave. I'm
1: a little. I'm, I, hey,
0: I own Howard the Duck. <laughs> Why? What? Even when I was young, I was watching. I'm like, but he's a duck. What is she doing? That to- no, that's not natural. <laughs> like the, his hey, that, his hair started raising I, shit and shit. That was. That was
1: one of my puberty uh moments man I mean, yeah, it was leah Lea thompson. thompson you know leah thompson B- was on the, on
0: the like, bed that shit. was in her prime yeah well, I, I get that you know but it's still a duck you know <laughs> i was like hell yeah duck get some I mean, I mean it's a step up from her son you know from back to the future but still you know <laughs> uh that being said we can move past that i got nothing to but hey good good for dc that's the first week we didn't shit on dc because i can't think of any bad things to say about dc
1: yeah, I I I was gonna get it, I, I, but I haven't yet. You know, I
0: just I'm, I'm, I'm going to get around to it. Oh, while, while we're still on the subject of DC, we can talk about James Wan. For those that don't know who James Wan, he directed a whole bunch of horror movies and shit. Directed a few Fast and Furious movies, and he's directing Aquaman. So there was this rumor going out that we're gonna get an Aquaman trailer this week or this past week, but obviously that never happened. So James Wan actually went on Twitter. And leaked information basically saying that uh, the Aquaman movie trailer was not going to come out. But even if it was going to come out, the reason it came out is because of him. It's not because of the studio, not because of anybody else, because of him. He said he's working on special effects, working on cutting the trailer, and he says he didn't want to put the trailer out until it's good and ready for him to put the trailer out. And I applaud him. I'm glad he's not just putting just any shit out, just right. Especially around this time right now, with Black Panther just swallowing everything, and then Infinity War right on the heels. Like this is not the time to drop a DC trailer, unless you just know for a fact it's just the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Like it's just not the time to drop an an Aquaman trailer, you know.
1: Yeah, I think you should wait till like late summer when you know. (laughs) You should. When I
0: mean, out, yeah. You, when everything slows down, out. like drop this shit doing Ant Man and some shit. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know, because the thing is, I've I've noticed something about Marvel. Marvel works like clockwork. They always drop their trailers six months before the movie is about to come out. It's always the first trailer six months before the movie comes out. Now we're saying Aquaman is coming out till December, right? So we really shouldn't get a trailer till June. Like, there's, yeah. it will serve them no purpose to drop a trailer now. If anything, it, it will only hurt them if they drop the trailer now. Unless it's absolutely spectacular and it's the Aquaman movie that we all wanted, there's no reason. So just sit back and, and work on your special effects and, you know, we'll get the movie when we get the movie. So, yeah. That means that's that,
1: the first thing everyone's gonna bitch about oh it looks so digital oh, oh i can't believe they're not filming this underwater for real uh oh, uh oh, you know they're
0: gonna <laughs> that's say that's that weird. anyway there's no yeah. way they can avoid that and yeah. let's be honest they're gonna be some assholes who's gonna shit on aquaman anyway like it's aquaman Maybe yeah I'll he's be.
1: got a lot against them already
0: right, exactly you know, there's a lot. Yeah. He's coming and, at the Justice League, it's Aquaman, it's just... Yeah.
1: just well, uh, just Aquaman in general, <laughs> right. shit on. Because you know uh, the are to come, it. right. Yeah, I mean, Jason Momoa, as him, hasn't really helped making his image any cooler, you know, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, they got... they. I, I, I understand what he's doing, yeah, so...
0: So they could just, just wait their time, and, you know, just wait the time is right. Plus, here's the thing, James Wan... I trust James Wan. I, I trust him. So, hold on.
1: Yeah, he's, he's, he's a good. Yeah, I've enjoyed a few of his
0: movies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he made the good saw movies before they just went to whatever the fuck they're on now. Yeah,
1: like I'm not even into like ghost stories and shit, but the Conjuring movies ain't ain't bad.
0: Okay, oh, yeah. he did those too. I forgot about that. I know he's a he's a horror guy, but yeah, he yeah. And my in my favorite Fast and the Furious movies he did those. Which whichever ones he did, he did them. I can't remember because they're like I think the yeah
1: yeah. I, the, I saw one of them, the ones that he did. Yeah, I was like, oh, that that's the dude
0: who did the Conjuring. Mm. Oh shit. Yep. Yeah, that being said, <laughs> now that being said, can we move to Netflix. No, no, no. Before we move to Netflix, can we move to just regular TV? Because we got something else. Regular there was something else I was forgetting about. Okay. Yeah. Krypton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, we got a chance to... I we forgot to. I, I forgot too. <laughs> I, that may factor into our review at the end of this, but... <laughs> <laughs> because it left such a lasting impression on us you know uh like i said eli i'm gonna start first like i said i'm supposed to be the big superman fan and stuff like that i'll be honest with you i wanted to hate this show just because i wanted to hate everything about it because was one reason david s goya i heard his name was on it so i was ready to i was ready to just attack this this show that's the only reason i watched it just to shit on it you know, because I heard he was attached to it. And I blame him for everything wrong with the DCU. Not Zack Snyder, not whoever the fuck else. David Goyer is the reason the DCU is in this shit they're in now. So now that they move on yeah. the TV doesn't really help the situation at all. But watching when I was at, finally at the end of the show and finally watched the whole thing, I couldn't hate it. I was like, it's not bad. It's
1: okay. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not yeah. great, but
0: it ain't bad, you know.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, as a super as a Superman fan, what did you like? What you know? Did you get into
0: it? I, I got into it. There was some stuff they dropped in there, like you know, they got the voice of Rao. You know, Rao was the sun god and stuff, and they had General Zod, and you know, he's in love with the other Zod and stuff like that. And you know, for the most part, it was your generic sci-fi TV show with just some Superman shit sprinkled here and there. You yeah. know, just. You know that just like salt, but like I said, it was serviceable. It rem- honestly, it reminded me more of Blade Runner than anything else.
1: Yeah.
0: If, if that yeah. made any sense I mean, it,
1: it did, Yeah, it did look like a sci-fi, sci-fi channel
0: show. Yeah, that's you know? that's basically what it looked like. It like your generic sci-fi channel, but it had some Superman sprinkling on there. So, I like for a time waster, it's cool. You know, they had the. Uh, the plot twist with Adam Strange showing up, and he, you know, and honestly, the, the twist at the end with Brainiac showing up—that actually had me pretty interested. I'm like, okay, Brainiac showing yeah, up—I was not expecting that, that.
1: Saved it for me, that, yeah. If if there's any reason for me to watch it, it would be because of that, it would be because of Brainiac.
0: Right, um, but those special effects actually look pretty good on Brainiac, so don't expect to see him a lot on on sci-fi. They probably just blew their entire yeah. budget on their pilot, so.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, other than that, I don't know. I mean, I, I wasn't sure about it until, yeah, till the end. Um, as far as, like, Superman, yeah, they're just name-dropping names, but it's, yeah, there's no powers. Nobody's got superpowers.
0: Right, everybody's just regular. They got- And
1: is it, is it me, or do those cops on Krypton suck? Because that dude was, like, kicking all their asses
0: off. Right, <laughs> they have guns. He was fighting, fighting them. With yeah. I mean, I know he's Superman's granddad, but, I mean, damn, it's...
1: But, they not, but not, they're not super on Krypton. So. Right.
0: They're just regular guy. They have body armor on. He was just beating them up and shit. It was like, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, like all these cops suck. Like, what the hell? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that was cool. And like I said, General Zod was pretty prepared. They made a black woman now. So I was like, okay. Actually, she was one of the Amazons, too, on Wonder Woman. So they, she's getting the DC oh, yeah? checks. Yeah. So I'm like, that's pretty cool. You know. Oh other than that like i said it was just there i'm gonna stick with it see here's the thing reason i was able to watch the show because like i said it was on it was on sci-fi's website because i don't have cable i don't give a shit about cable so if they keep releasing the shows on the website i'll stick with the show but if, if it's not on the website anymore and i gotta pay to watch this shit i'm done so but i put it like yeah. this i enjoyed this more than supergirl oh, okay so, I uh, Supergirl I don't give a shit about at it all. It's whatever. I miss.
1: I I mean I did I was watching Supergirl, but I have I'm you know, I don't have the CW and I never got the app and I'm so far behind, but I was I did enjoy it for the most part. But um but yeah, the Brainiac on Supergirl doesn't look as cool as this one.
0: <laughs> Wait, Brainiac on Supergirl?
1: Brainiac 7 or whatever. It was a female and Oh,
0: really? And, Re- really and, really and, it's a female
1: yeah and uh, with uh, with the uh, with silver shit on her head
0: um okay yeah I'm but done. uh set
1: some wires here and there but
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm... look as cool as that you know i'm done with that show <laughs> no more supergirl for me but yeah krypton and the thing was like because brainiac looked exactly like he did on injustice 2 that's what would creep me out so bad you know like damn they really you know went there with those graphics so so we'll see, and I honestly I think that maybe even Brainiac might have already been altering history to screw with the timeline anyway. You know, that's why the L's have been wiped from history and stuff like that. So, you know, it it, it did enough. It did just enough to keep my attention to see where where it's going. You know, yeah. Maybe the show be better. Maybe the show be less. I don't know. Stuff like that. Uh, that being said, can we move to Netflix? Yeah. Okay, because now I say we could talk about Netflix. This is actually what I really want to talk about, what did catch my attention, I saw a movie. Because I don't go to the movies okay. anymore. I just watch them on Netflix I'm so paying for it. And I got a chance to see Roxanne Roxanne.
1: Yeah, I just found like I didn't even know about this until you sent me the trailer today.
0: Well, see, here's the thing. I had heard about Roxanne Roxanne, like it was on Netflix, but I thought it was a documentary. I thought it was like one of the behind the music things, you know, about you know, Roxanne Damn, Chante. And I was like, yeah, I'll watch it when I get around to it. Then I turn it on and I see Nia Long and I see, you know, the narrator. I'm like, oh, this is a movie. Oh, it's a biopic. Okay, I didn't, I wasn't expecting that. So, you know, I actually sat down and watched it and I was entertained the entire time. Now, like I said, since you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil, I don't know if I can spoil Roxanne Shante for you. I mean, you know the story, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm from New York, and uh, I, I've I was into like all that old school hip hop
0: yeah. back in the '80s. And
1: before I got into metal, I was yeah, I was like trying to break dance and beatbox and shit.
0: Oh, really? You, <laughs> you still know your moves? <laughs> uh,
1: I'm way too fat for that. Should I used to be able to do the cook, uh, the kickworm and. Moonwalk maybe
0: <laughs> tonight you should nice to try and pop and lock and shit. I know you tonight. got an old videos, so go ahead and upload it oh, the, onto the fan page. There's some pictures.
1: I I've there's some pictures of me from back in the day, me trying to do the backspin and all that shit. Rock,
0: rock, <laughs> planet rock. Don't yeah, stop. my fucking yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, in my parachute pants and shit.
0: <laughs> Doing a typewriter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh shit. Yeah. So, yeah. like I said, you know the story of Roxanne Shantay. Like I said, she was with the Juice Crew. She went through the Roxanne Roars. She was in this group with all these heavy hitters back then. Big Daddy Kane, Biz Marquis. You know, all, all these folks. But Are yeah. they all in the movie? Here's the thing. Biz Marquis is in the movie. Uh oh, Marley, okay. Marley hey. Mall is in the movie. You know, like you said. Okay. Well, yeah.
1: yeah she He was he was like the DJ or
0: whatever. He oh, was wow, the right? DJ, yeah. She was washing clothes. <laughs> she was like, hey, Shantay, come up here cut a freestyle for me like okay she went up there cut a freestyle left before she even played it back to her the next day it was on the radio and she blew up yeah yeah but here's the thing the the movie is actually more about her personal life than it is about the music the music side of it honestly i felt they kind of just breezed through that you know oh, it was, okay. because you got to think about it we okay we're talking about roxanne shantay right she was a 14 year old when she broke into the music industry 14. Yeah, years she old. was young. Yeah. She was young. So let's 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 back this up and think about this for a second. She's in the projects. She's 14. In the 80s, doing the cocaine era. Yeah. In rap without a record label where it's just the Wild Wild West back then and there's no rules. So you can kind of imagine just for just a glimpse of where that story could have went, you know. I'm not going to get yeah. into the whole detail, but you can kind of just see where it went to. And you got to remember, she's 14. You got these drug dealers looking at stuff like that. And it's honestly, the, the personal side of it was interesting to me. I just wish they would have dug more into the music side of it. I did want to see her effect. She had a music game. Cause Like I said, like like uh, MC Shan, like a lot of Queensbridge rappers, you know, Credit her as inspiration like Nas, Mob Deep, all those guys like that. They created her as inspiration. Yeah. Cause if you really think about it, she's the first female, you know, rapper. I can't think of any like big time female rapper, like you think of Salt and Pepper, but I don't know if they came before her or not. But
1: Well, they were they came they were actually called Super Nature back then, the Salt and Pepper MCs. Oh. Um, around that time. Oh, and they okay. had a beef, they had a beef with Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick. They had that the tune, the showstopper. Because Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick put out the show,
0: right? The show, I remember and the dun, then they dun, dun, they did dun, a they, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, they did a diss record called "The Show Stopper," where they rag on both of them.
0: <laughs> so everybody was just dissing everybody back then. So yeah,
1: this is way before Salt and Pepper. I mean, yeah, they call themselves the Salt and Pepper MCs. This is way before Push It. You know, <laughs> <I was laughs> like,
0: like, the song yeah. they're known for, right? So, so yeah, because yeah, like I was like,
1: I was like, um, like my dad got married and. I had to move – we moved out to Washington State. But my sister, she stayed with my mom and she would record me tapes off like the radio of all the rap. I mean this is before rap. Nobody knew what rap was back then, you know. Mm -hmm. And she would record me tapes and send them out to me. And I like, you know, bring them around, showing them all my friends. That's how I got turned on to like Curtis Blow, Houdini, uh, you know, all that shit. Dang-a-dang, way before Run-DMC did, you know – all that shit Dave, before raising hell and all that.
0: <laughs> yeah you know? and that's the thing what roxanne shante said like her song broke at three o'clock in the morning like it wouldn't play during the daytime it was just like this one radio station that played her song but in queensbridge since everybody listened to that radio station at three o'clock in the morning that's just how it got big you know mm-hmm. so like i said rap wasn't a big thing it was like an underground movement but it was that's pretty cool. But like I said, uh Eli, when you watch the movie, don't don't go in and expect you're gonna get this, you know, hip hop one on one documentary.
1: Okay. Cause what I know about her, my how I got familiar with Roxanne Shantae is the the group UTFO. The um the untouchable force organization. I I think that's what they stood for. There were like a trio of rappers. Mm-hmm. Um and they were – I had their tape back. I mean, yeah, I had their cassette – on cassette, kids, yeah. People don't know. Cassette
0: tapes. I've, I've seen uh, – you ever seen those kids react to videos on YouTube? Yeah. They gave them a tape player. Yeah. And it, they told them, All right, show me how to work this. They didn't know what to do with it. They were putting it how, up to their ear.
1: And- yeah. But I, I i was listening. They had a song. UTFO had a song called Roxanne, Roxanne. Um. And from what I, from what I know about it, it wasn't about Roxanne Shante. It was just about some chick at a bar right. with that name. Mm-hmm. But then Roxanne Shante heard it and then immediately wrote a diss, like I think it was Roxanne's Revenge and where she just like cut them all down, like all those, she cut them all down. And right. then, th- then it, then it became like this beef between like basically Brooklyn and, because you UTFO U- was from Brooklyn. Right. And she was from Queens, so then all these crews, yeah, they 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 all got like then UTFO got the real Roxanne, which was some hot chick rapper, right? Um, and she ended up having some hits at the time too, but um, but yeah, it became like like it was like one of the first beefs, as I understand, and that's how I got to that's how I got heard of Roxanne Chante. right? Because that's so. how
0: she made her name. She was a battle rapper. That's that's basically yeah. what she made her name from. So.
1: Yeah. And she did like, yeah. Like, was it Sparky D or whatever her name was? That,
0: that's in the movie. That's in the movie. Oh, yep. is it? Okay. Yeah. That's cause she, <laughs>
1: cause I remember that shit. I remember, yeah. Cause Sparky, like they would basically rag on, on Roxanne Shantae. Like who the fuck is this bitch? We don't even know. Like this song ain't even about you. And like they, <laughs> so they would rag on her because she was young and she was a teen. They called her like basically stupid. You don't know what you're doing. Cause you're young. Right. And then Roxanne, would come back and like shut up fat bitch you're a whore and all <laughs> you got crabs and all this shit
0: <laughs> so yeah
1: she come back at him like harsh
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah like i said definitely give it but i'm just trying to set your expectation when you don't go see it Cause like i said you're gonna get like 10 percent, maybe 15 percent hip-hop and the rest of it is just really about her you know and her story is interesting but it's yeah, it
1: it's, looked cool. Like, the trailer you showed me looked cool. I'm like, oh, I, I, damn, I'll,
0: I'll watch that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because at the same time, like, if you if you don't know what to expect from these hip-hop biopics, you might be shocked at some of the stuff, but when you think about it, you like, mm, it's going exactly how I expect it to be, because when you put her in these situations, at that age, mm-hmm. it's almost inevitable that what happened to her will happen. So, yeah. But she made it out. Like I said, she's cool. She's doing press and stuff like that, and you know, yeah. Roxanne is awesome. Shantae is awesome. Her name is Shantae, not Roxanne. Anyway, we can move past that. What else I want to talk about? Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to talk about video games, but I don't want to talk about video games. I don't want to talk about video games. Okay, Eli, have you played Fortnite? No, I played I it. Not. I played it. Okay. Yeah, it, I downloaded it. I found out because I think you told me last week it was free. So I'm like, okay, since it's free, I'll go ahead and download it. Played it. It sucks. <laughs> garbage i can't play that shit man it's like you go around building shit and you go around shooting shit graphics suck uh you're going around looking for people can't find anything the game is boring as fuck the menu is clunky i'm like eli it makes me think if that's the popular shit right now am i just getting too old for this shit
1: maybe man because a lot of these games you got to sit there and like get experience so it's hours and hours of like picking flowers or whatever to gain you know to to mana up or whatever the fuck like I, I ain't got time for that shit. I don't, that's
0: why you don't I, feel like doing that shit how does that even yeah. fall like why would I pay somebody to do that shit
1: you know yeah, like war, war like the world of warcraft man you like gotta run around and like kill mice or something to get your points up
0: right or and you just shit. do that like, shit for like hours and hours yeah, to, like, I like... had, yeah
1: to get a good to, to, so you can get a good weapon and I'm like fuck fuck that that's why I never world of Warcraft did anything
0: you know? yeah so <laughs> but, I, I just nah screw that shit so
1: yeah, I ain't got but time for that
0: shit. But I will tell you some other good news, though. Uh, okay, neither. well, I don't know if neither one of us played it, but Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah. Okay. They finally done away with the paywall thing right now, so everybody's unlocked. Okay. So you can Why, get because no
1: one was buying them?
0: Because nobody was <laughs> buying them. And Disney was threatening to take the license away from them because they fixed this shit. <laughs> yeah, because when they start fucking with Disney's money, that's a whole different situation, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so well, yeah,
1: like, i never bought the game because of all that shit i like
0: exactly because i just want to buy it just for the, for the uh, single player story but i just want to play the story that's all i want you know
1: yeah that's pretty much all i yeah, want I, I mean it's to true do.
0: yes i go on youtube right now and i can do it but now i want to play it you know see what i think about it you know see if it's worth my time anything like that so um uh, let me say last video game thing i can talk about oh yeah uh street fighter went out with a tv show even though i know that's not video game section but anyway i've action. Live action, yeah, live action. It's supposed to be done by the same guys that do a YouTube show, stuff like that, and they're gonna do a TV show. I don't know where it's gonna be. It may be on YouTube. It may not be. I don't know. It'll be somewhere. I don't even know why I talked about this shit. I even when I said the moment it came out of my mouth, I lost it's interest. Better
1: than Iron Fist, you know. You can't can't, can't,
0: can't be that bad. Yes, I, I that's the thing about Iron Fist. Like if Iron Fist would have been so corny and campy to make itself so bad, it's good i might have enjoyed it but it, it took itself too seriously this street fighter shit looked like there's no way they could take them so seriously so it may yeah. be good on a bad level if that make any sense
1: i remember like seeing like an anime street fighter like what
0: oh no back in, in you the ga- day no you gotta watch the anime not the usa uh cartoon there is an anime street fighter movie that came out yeah
1: i and I thought it was that I thought it was pretty cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty cool. Uh, everybody remembers the Chun Li sh- shower scene. I know everybody's gonna mention that. So yes, Chun Li has a shower scene in there. Vega busts in, tries to kill and rape her, some shit like that. It's a pretty cool fight scene where she throws a chair at him or something. I don't know. Pretty cool. If you get your hand, if if anybody hasn't seen that, go see that. That is pretty much the only Street Fighter thing worth watching outside of the video game because everything else is ass movies, cartoons, whatever. So uh that being said can we move to the bread and butter
1: uh yeah
0: all right let's move to this is the part where we the part that pays the bills for the comic book bullies we actually talk about comic books um we read some this week uh and i guess we can start talking i guess like you read two and i read three right eli yeah like
1: two sandwich.
0: So yeah, we, we, we'll we'll sandwich each other with not pause, no homo whatever. <laughs> okay, so I, <laughs> I guess uh, I, the first one I will do is Justice League Forty One, Justice League Forty One, and then notice not, notice I've never actually reviewed a Justice League book on here before, but yeah, why is this Snyder is Snyder on the book? Now? You'll see, you'll see okay yeah, i'll yeah. get to a point why i'm reviewing this justice league book okay like why the
1: fuck is leroy reading justice league <laughs>
0: right
1: like... <laughs> something's yeah. something is
0: up with this so i'll tell you okay so basically how the story starts off so just to recap for the last story uh the just leagues under attack by this hacker that works for lex corp name he just calls himself the fan he said he's the Justice league biggest fan so he's just fucking with them so they can i guess get back on their a game and stuff like that so the first thing he did is crash the watchtower because the watchtower crashes in just league every time you read one of them fucking books and shit like that but here's a here's the thing the watchtower has crashed in east africa you know and they it crashed in the middle of this civil war you got these folks on this side these folks on the side they battle stuff like that and then uh before things can get out of out of control flash you know takes away all their guns and shit like that he just snatches all the guns away before anything gets gets out of control and um and, you know, the the people that are telling him, you know, the refugee stuff like that, like, just League, what are you doing here, Superman? Like, look, don't worry about where we're here. We just came out here to get our watchtower. As soon as our Green Lanterns come back from space, uh, helping out our Martian Manhunter, we're going to pick up the watchtower and we're going to take it back into space. So like that, you don't have to worry about it. Because everybody in the Civil War, I mean, in the, the country is trying to get to the watchtower because they know it's all kind of weapons and exotic chicken shit out there. But they just do trying to keep them away and before they say, don't worry about that we already said that nobody is going to get near the watchtower unless we say so as soon as they say that this huge ass lexcorp helicarrier or some shit whatever this huge airplane comes towards them and they're like oh shit they were like wait a minute we already told and then they hear this voice on the intercom saying uh justice league our government is here to take over this watchtower we were like wait a minute we we already told the u.s government not to get involved with this not the U.S. government, Africa. And then all of a sudden, the LexCorp uh, guy starts shooting at him and shit like that. And on top of the ride the, in the helicarrier is Red Lion. Now, if you don't know who Red Lion is, he's D.C.'s Black Panther. He's just Black Panther okay. in a red suit.
1: And I was he, about to say, this, uh, this this story is sounding mighty uh, Black panther
0: It's very Black panther <laughs> So, But here's the twist. This Black Panther is a bad guy so instead of being the king of wakanda or the king of some isolated nation he's actually a dictator warlord over this war-torn country so he sees the watchtower crashing in his country he basically saying dibs that's mine because the international law of salvage if you crash the shit in my country it belongs to me it no longer believe it no long belongs to the justice league so the first thing he does and i don't know why he attacks cyborg starts beating the shit out of cyborg and start slashing the voice like that and he's like cyborg i thought you had some kind of healing ability, build something like that but the thing is that same uh hacker that took down the watchtower is also infected cyborg with the virus so he can't heal anymore so uh red not black panther red lion just takes his ass out like it's nothing you know at the same time while they're doing that uh the government of this country is headed towards these refugees and just like oh like oh wait a minute wait a minute we can't that's the actual u.s i mean that's the actual government here we're not allowed to get involved with international laws that's like the justice league rules. that's like the the number one rules we're not allowed to get involved with these civil conflicts like this and one of them like what what the fuck are you talking about flash go over there take their guns before they start shooting everybody like i'm not gonna do it you know and then um eventually he decides to go ahead and take the guns the superman is like why are you taking the guns away because this is the reason we don't get involved with stuff like this. And be are like, what do you mean stuff like this? Like, this is a civil war going on right now. If this was, if these people were in Yankee Stadium, you wouldn't have an issue with it then. So why you have an issue with it now with the civil war going on? And, and Superman is just like, we don't need to get involved with international incidents like this because we can make things actually worse. Because this is his country. If we fuck with him, you know, this could start a whole. You know, we're basically imposing our will on something we shouldn't be doing. We're just League. We're not the Justice guys, you know. And while Redline is just beating the fuck out of a Cyborg, kicks him off the helicarrier carrier, then grabs him. And he said the only reason he's starting to fight with Justice League is because he wants, like, the national news to actually put a spotlight on him because he's about to start some big shit or some big revolution. And since everybody pays to the Justice League, he wants to start whatever he's going to do. So. That's how the book ends. I'm completely fucking that story up because the thing about his thing, here's another weird thing about it. Christopher Priest writes this book. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Christopher Priest is the same guy that wrote the Black Panther books in the 90s. So he's basically just writing an evil Black Panther. But the thing about Christopher Priest writing is that it's so congested. It's a lot of moving parts and shit going on with his book. Like, you got it, it reads like an early 90s comic. That's the thing. So it's i'm missing a lot of shit that i should have said because there's so much co- subtext and context and stuff like that in it anyway just league fights the, uh black panther black panther beast ass so that's how the book ends i give the book uh 3.5 out of 5 if it did feel like a bait and switch it did have some cool moments in it but like i said christopher Pri- christopher priest is really he's like a slightly less annoying Colts. he really is Except he actually throws humor in his shit where Coach is just, like, bland as fuck. But, yeah, his shit is congested and dense just like that, too. I remember reading his 90s Black Panther run. It was something like that, too. And he's writing his Justice League book exactly how that Black Panther run was back then. Except, for some reason, Cyborg is the leader of the Justice League now. So, eh, whatever. Who didn't see that coming? Well, there uh, we go. Yeah, that's that's all I got. All right. I'll, I'll,
1: I'll go next, I guess. Well, I'll go with my... My DC slash IDW book.
0: Okay, uh, okay, Batman,
1: cool. Batman Ninja Turtles 2, um, issue number five out of six. Mm-hmm. So as you've known, quick recap, uh, Bane has come over into the Turtles universe in, in New York and has um, taken over the Foot Clan. And he's uh, got this uh, form of venom and he used Baxter Baxter Stockman to synthesize a new uh, form of venom. And he's uh, taking it. Um, the turtles have tried to stop them. The last it, last issue, they got their asses kicked really bad. They're just not powerful enough. you know, With all their skills and shit, he's just too damn strong. So Donatello, he decides to take the venom. And he banes out. So that's where the last issue end, uh, ended. And this one picks up. Donatello, all roided out on Venom, is just kicking Foot Clan ass. He's wiping out base after hideout after base after hideout of, uh, of the Foot Clan. And he's trying, you know, uh, the turtles and Batman are after him and basically saying, hey, man, you got to stop this shit because that uh, Venom, it starts to fuck with, it's a different kind of Venom and it's fucking with your head. So uh, we, we, uh, we need you. Um, in the meantime, Splinter, who got fucked up by Bane in the last fight, um, he gets taken over uh, into the—they they open up the portal and uh, go heal him over in the DC universe. Uh, so Nightwing and Batgirl, like, uh, heal him. And then they come back, and they're like, okay. And they, uh, they talk to Donatello and say, hey, man, you, you got to get off that shit because it's fucking your head. And we need to synthesize a new—basically an antidote, an anti-venom you know because that this is this this venom is a it's a different strain but there's a weakness it does break down and if you you know basically give an antibiotic it could basically counter the effects so you could basically cure anybody who's on venom you know so okay. but like we need you because you're the genius you're the scientist you you can't be writing out so tells like okay and then he you know he he decides to that's what we're going to do so they um Basically, the book ends with them uh, uh, gathering their forces. In the last page, Batman breaks into a prison, and he's got a bag, and he goes into a cell. He's like, "Hey, Shredder, we need you." And it's Shredder. He's like, "I've been waiting for you. I was wondering when you guys were going to come for me because you know, (laughs) Bane took over the Foot (laughs) Clan." So he just. That's where the the story ends. Yeah, yeah. Story ends with yeah. Basically, Batman's breaking Shredder out of jail. <laughs> okay. So this is fun. I mean, yeah, I'm having a fun. I like the last story. So yeah, I'm having a good time with this book. It's a lot of fun. um Yeah, Rocksteady and Bebop are all venomed out and shit. And yeah, it's it's just cool. It's just fun, fun mashup. So yeah, I give it a four out of five. I'm digging it. Okay. Cool.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like an exciting story, especially with the way it's going. And everything. So yeah. Uh, okay so next book i'm gonna review one i just read not too long ago is actually damage Three.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah and like i said the last book i just reviewed which just lead with a fight black panther this one on the cover is wonder woman versus the hulk oops i meant damage Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's that so, sounds
1: exciting
0: it sounds exciting so like i said we we go to it now this is number three issue three now number two uh issue two uh damage fought the suicide squad and apparently okay. yeah he beat the fuck out of the suicide squad so this book just starts off just wonder woman and damage just going at it just beating hell like each other and you know remember the damage has an hour on the clock right so this clock is counting down to five minutes left so apparently this whole fight looking it takes five minutes so wonder woman is fighting damage and she was like i don't know who you are monster but you took the entire suicide squad down in three minutes that's pretty impressive and then she smacks him, like, through a through a building or some shit, like, a mile away. I mean, I would have did it in a minute, but you doing it in three minutes, this, That's actually pretty impressive. So they keep fighting and shit like that. Wonder Woman's not taking him seriously. Then uh, damage starts smacking her again, and she goes flying through miles and shit like that. And then Wonder Woman's like, okay, I'm tired of this shit. She takes out the lasso of truth, lassos him, I'm like, tell me who you are. But, you know, since he got this Hulk split personality and shit like that, he starts freaking the fuck out, you know. Cause he starts realizing all the shit he's done why he was damaged, all the people he's killed, all the collateral damage he's causing, and he starts freaking out. And he just gets so mad, he just charges at uh, Wonder Woman. He was like, "Whoa, well, nobody's ever done that shit before." Usually, I put him in the last of the truth; they stop. He, ne- he, nobody ever rushes me at like that. So he rushes her, smack dab into a building, you know, with like a second left on the clock and shit like that. The entire building collapses on top of both of them. And, you know, Wonder Woman digs herself out of the building and stuff like that. And she she's looking for him. She's like, where is he? Where, where do he go? Because, you know, he turned back into a man and he ran away. But she don't know that. She don't know he was a man before that. So she's like, okay, this is crazy as hell. So while she's looking for him, uh, we cut back to the other, you know, evil organization that is in control of uh, damage. And she's on the phone with Amanda Waller because Amanda Waller is pissed that, you know, the Suicide Squad got beaten the fuck up. So she's like, okay, that's okay. I got another team I'm going to send for him. And she calls these other dudes. I don't know who they are, but it's like four of them. And she said, like, they're even worse than the Suicide Squad. And they're going to take down damage. So we go back to Wonder Woman while she's still looking for him. And she's like, screw this. I'm going to call the Justice League. So she calls the Justice League. She's on, like, a three-way call with Superman and Batman. And she tells him, look, I don't know who this monster was. But I've never been hit like this before. And Superman's like, what do you mean, Never you know he got a little ego problem with stuff like that and then batman shows up and he's like okay whoever this guy is it doesn't matter now because it's the just least problem now and then that's how the book ends so really quick really get in get out i like it. the wonder woman damage fight was cool as fuck like i said the artist that got drawn and he knows how to draw wonder woman because he did like the superman Wonder woman book a while ago and like i said it's a hulk book but yeah it's a cool Hulk it's book. It's a Hulk book where he fights the Justice League and Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman. Well, I mean, what do you expect? So, I give the book. I give the book a four out of five. Like I said, it was a cool action scene, quick read, get in, get out. What else you want? You know, cool, cool.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. I still haven't checked it out yet. I've been meaning to get into it, but I just haven't got around to
0: it yet. No. Yeah, I mean, it, the the guest stars are making the book really. It's not dangerous. because he's yeah. he's just you know Hulk, so yeah. who cares about him?
1: yeah Sorry. All right I'll go I'll go indie. this is from Dynamite. This is a uh, pumpkinhead uh, number two. And uh, for those who don't know, Pumpkinhead is a horror movie from the 80s uh, about a uh, basically it's a demon of vengeance. when something uh, wrong happens to somebody they can go conjure up they go to this witch in the woods and she conjures up this demon. That called Pumpkinhead, who basically kills everybody, and um, and once everybody's dead, the person who ordered the curse dies as well. So, um, kind of fucked up. So, but this is a comic book, um, and uh, basically, it's about these like redneck uh, crime organization down and way out in the like woods in the you know backwoods or whatever in the south. Um, They Accidentally uh, hit uh, a wagon full of kids. I think that's what happened. It's a, it's told in flashback, so it's, I'm not quite certain on the details. But basically, some kids were killed um, in a hit and run accident. Um, the parents or the dad went to the witch to conjure up the demon. The demon is has um, in the first issue attacked their compound. Uh, this sort of these redneck mafia. They're their compound. Um uh, and this issue picks up right there. The um the redneck guy, the the, the crime dude is basically like, uh what the hell's going on? And one of them's like, oh pumpkin heads after you. So uh and that thing's not gonna stop until you're dead. So um uh I know how and basically this 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 like uh this like old lady's like, yeah, I know I know where this came from. And she knows the witch, so they're basically basically they're gonna go try and find the witch Haggis, her name is, to uh, basically either reverse the spell or whatever. So that's kind of where it is. And in in the meantime, of course, there's like the cops. There's a sheriff in town that's investigating what's happening. So uh, um, it's 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 cool if you're a fan of the of the story of uh, the movie, you'll get into it. I like it. Um, I still think the art is a little too a little too cartoony and a little too bright. Um, I think it should be a little more stylized, but other than that, it's, 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 it's fun. I give it a four out of five.
0: Okay, cool. Pumpkinhead. I remember you wanted to review it last year. I mean, last week, got a chance yeah, to
1: review it. I, yeah, it came out last. So I totally forgot that I had it because I got the digital copy. So it wasn't in the stack of books that I had.
0: So. <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay like i said last book we have on list today actually my my book of the week my personal book of the week this one and it's weird it's avengers 685 okay yeah part 11 of no surrender (laughs) Yeah, yeah this shit is not slowing down anytime soon so basically what happened like i said last time we left off hulk was beating the fuck out of everybody he made it to the aim base where the Avengers or whatever, there and remember last time we were talking about that Red Hulk with the Iron Man suit is there waiting for him, you know. And it's supposed to be this big showdown between Iron Hulk and Green Hulk. So the book opens up with Green Hulk beating the fuck out of Red Hulk, just beat him all out of the suit, like didn't even give a fuck. He's doing nothing to him, you know. He's trying Red Hulk is trying to save face, like, oh, that's all you got, you know, spitting out a tooth and shit like that. Hulk's still beating his ass he's able to kind of slightly get him off him by hitting him with a repulsive ray in his face you know like when my iron man repulsive rays and he's like okay i got him off balance i'm finna go get him before he can even punch hulk hulk grabs his hand rips the rest of the suit off of him and then puts his hand on top of his head and then like the last sensor that red hulk has on his iron man suit says gamma radiation draining so apparently green hulk is sucking the gamma right out of him and turns him back human and he's just holding him in his head like this. And Red Hulk is just saying to himself why he's a human. Like, not like this. Not like this. And then the other Avengers can hear the fight on the radio. And all they hear is him screaming, ah, get him! no, get away, get away, ah. you are like, oh, shit, we got to go do something. So Wonder Man said, look, don't worry. I'm going to try to get there as fast as I can. But, while he, before, but it takes him a while before he can get there. But while he's there, before Hulk can kill Red Hulk, vision shows up just phases right through him he's like okay hulk now's my time so it's gonna be hulk versus vision but while vision is there he's like okay while i'm there quicksilver move." so quicksilver just dodges in gets red hulk out of there get all the avengers that hulk fucked up you know he gets them off the battlefield so him and vision can have like some one-on-one time so vision's like you know what hulk let's do this you're some big dumbass mindless brute and I'm gonna just stick and move and bob and weave and just phase through and just hit you at the right time and heat vision and shit like that. You won't be able to hit me because you're too dumb to hit me. And so the other Avengers can see him on the visions. I mean, see the on the you know, watching the fight, they're like, Okay, watch this. Vision gonna do this old his old bread and butter combo he normally does, you know how he normally does. He's gonna just dodge when the hoax punches, and he's gonna put his hand through Hulk's brain and then solidified fights over. That's what you expect to happen, right? Well, Vision dodges. Puts his hand through Hulk's brain, gets ready to solidify it, but the moment he goes solid, Hulk smashes him on top of the head and cracks his skull. So he's out on the bag, just shaking his shit, just saying one zero one zero. And other thing's are like, oh shit. <laughs> and then Hulk looks at him like huh, mindless. So apparently, this Hulk can talk. You know why he walks off because he's still headed towards uh voyager because he's gonna get that last pyramid you know from the last story so the other avengers are like oh shit so the other avengers get ready to try to or who's ever left that hadn't got their ass beat yet try to rush hulk before they can get there the black order shows up pops out of nowhere they're like yeah you ready you gotta fight us now With thanks for the hulk he cleared the way for us now we can go ahead and get that pyramid so the avengers before they can fight they went ahead and fight the rest of the black order so the black order and the avengers are fighting each other and shit like that why they doing it hulk is just scot-free to just get right to the pyramid and like okay nobody can stop the hulk but before hulk can get there uh wonder man finally shows up and he doesn't fight him he just said hey bruce long time i've been i'm sorry i'm late but i'm here look i don't want to fight you i just want to talk so hulk stops and just looks at wonder man and that's how the book ends so that's it
1: wonder man yeah wonder man doesn't show up a lot
0: these days like, there's a reason for that. Cause no one gives a shit about Wonder Man. <laughs> it's like yeah,
1: it's like in all these movies, like we have ten years of Marvel movies now.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, that, there's a main reason that Brian Michael Bendis is the reason you don't see him anymore. Brian Michael Bendis <laughs> pretty much saying all this shit. Avengers, get rid of them. She Hulk, uh, Wonder Man, all of them, get rid of them. Give me Spider Man, Wolverine. Give me the cool Avengers, you know. So that's why you'll see Wonder Man much, but they trying to you know get wonder man back in there now wonder man has never been on the level of hulk so if he fights hulk he'll get his ass too but apparently they're supposed to have some kind of relationship that i don't know about so i don't know honestly i give this book a 4.5 out of 5. it's just hulk beating ass the whole book <laughs> like the avengers can't do shit with them black order shows up beat the fuck out of people i'm just enjoying the fuck out of this storyline at first i hated it in, t- in part one but part 11 it's just ha- high octane action It just Avengers popping up left and right, so yeah, it's cool ass story. Yeah,
1: that's how it goes. Hulk beats the shit out, everybody. Yeah, that's he. That's why he was my
0: favorite. because <laughs> I'm thinking it was gonna be a red Hulk, green Hulk fight. No, the book just starts. He just beat the fuck out of him. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> so yeah like i said i think we got no more books left on the shelf so that's pretty much it now like i said this is just one podcast we have other podcasts that's probably going to review the same books we did but of course they're going to give their own takes and own opinions and own reviews of what they think of so definitely listen in and see contracting you know opinions of what you think about it and if you listen this long definitely like share subscribe uh pass it on tell your friends you know uh eli you got anything else left on the menu or
1: i think we got it
0: okay oh speaking of menu it was actually one thing i forgot and i'm gonna just leave it at that apparently wendy's has put out a a diss record against mcdonald's and burger king and it's actually not that bad eli no shit as far as rap goes it's probably one of the better rap albums i heard this year
1: (laughs) did they get like anybody like anybody to actually rap like like a like a named rapper or no
0: it's just no it's nobody you recognize but the thing is like she's just rapping it's a it's a girl and she's rapping about burgers and shit but it's it's like clever wordplay no shit yeah so i'm like okay matter of fact i'm gonna the last song on here is gonna be one of those songs off that mixtape so
1: Oh, really? We ain't gonna do Roxanne, Roxanne?
0: <laughs> I thought about doing Roxanne, Roxanne, but I gotta do the Burger King one. So.
1: <laughs> R-O-X-A-N-N-E. <laughs> We're
0: gonna wait till you watch Roxanne. You give your review on Roxanne. Then oh, we'll yeah, Roxanne. I should, well,
1: yeah. I should watch. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna watch uh, I will watch it.
0: There we <laughs> I'm go. I'm gonna watch it. There we go. We're gonna do a, a real review on Roxanne, Roxanne. So until <laughs> then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And follow us next time. Same bully time, same bully channel.
2: You gonna get that work. with some pigtails, better check the score of these meals sell, now that's better, I'm so clever, my bar's chilly, better grab a sweater you block my tweets, can't squash the beef, now you check my feet and your eyes swelling, how you love that these straight facts, tryna take the swag, but we don't want it back, I'm a boss chick, and they hate with that but we tried your food, with a flavor at? you number one, that's a joke, why your ice cream machine always broke, <laughs> why your drive through always slow, why your innovation just can't grow, it's queen when you need to say more. nope, uh, that bacon ate go crazy, that spicy chicken. chicken go crazy, you can take a fry and dip it in a Sauces still be so tasty mm. them little tweets don't face me nope. mcdonald's be so lazy what? i know the reason you hate me cause i'm fast foods first lady it's queen wendy up in this thing y'all can't be the serving them things. y'all too chicken for this beef i'ma leave you resting in grease nuts for carter retweet boy you know you can't compete on top of a game and watch up see there's no stopping me Flex. Uh. Uh, 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 Redhead with my pigtails I, 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 Fast food, first lady, first lady I, 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 You cannot me, me, play me. Play me, play me, play me.